So hi, we're on the Good Noise Podcast. We're here with Never Coming Home. We're going to ask them some questions today. I'm going to start. What inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Uh, I know how we started. We met at School of Rock in, like, October 2018. Uh, we all rock, Anthony, who already knew him. We all rock, Derek hated us. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and then after, like... I, I think it was like about five months or so after being at School of Rock, uh, I wrote this riff and I posted it on my Instagram story. And Anthony and Derek, who were in a band at the time, uh, Anthony liked it, so he reached out to me about starting the band. And uh, I mean, that's that's basically how it happens. Didn't I reply to your story with like, "Yo, do you have a backing band? Because if not, I'm in." Yeah, or do you have like a band? And I I I kinda did at the time. But it wasn't anything like substantial, so yeah, same. Derek and I had nothing substantial. We were not. You, you know. guys had an EP coming out. <laughs> Bro. No, we didn't. That wasn't a thing. We didn't have uh, an EP coming out. We had a single demo that was completely gross. Oh yeah, awful. I've heard it. Yeah, I, I, I've heard it. Uh, but you know, Derek, what are your opinions on that? Do you remember that time in our life? The Sour Vision times, or or the yeah, early... the Sour Vision times. Oh yeah, they were. I played the drums in that, and i that's what I was good at. And um, then when these guys who, the three of them were already together, they asked me to play the bass, and I had never done that. And so I just learned, yeah. <laughs> just as yeah, we've gone. Because Aiden, um, Aiden, when we were talking about doing a band, he talked about, so we had all known Merritt. He was in School of Rock, but he, like, left after a while, like, a while. And he talked about literally how he two days after I joined. Him. Yeah, and Aww. he wanted to do something with him, and then I uh, ended up running into Merritt at a tiny moving parts and a free throw show in Rhode Island, and I basically just said, "Hey, I'm putting together something with Aiden. Do you want to do it? Uh, do a drum for?" And he was like, "Hell yeah!" And then we got together, and it actually worked out. Fun fact: the night that we coin as the birth of the band, when we got everyone, I also kicked Merritt in the face while <laughs> stage diving on you know, moving parts. I wasn't in the band that day. Iconic. I was okay, the last, well, the last one to join, yeah. The last one to join, but we coined the band's birthday before you joined. Ouch. Oh, Ouch. that's nice. Ouch. <laughs> it's okay. Well, you agreed to it, so it's okay. Broken heart emojis all around. Oh, it's okay. We, al <laughs> we always believed Stark would be in the band. We just had to wait for him to say yes and learn the instrument. Oh, fair. <laughs> I didn't know the instrument on our first practice. <laughs> but you did a great job, and I'm proud of you. Well, that all my job, and I'm proud of you. So. Wait, so what about the band name? Oh, the band oh. name. I um. So basically, uh, it's, it's from, from the Remember song. It's from a Point North song. Mm -hmm. That's even better. You'll love to see it. Standpoint. Oh, Derek, what's yeah, Derek, your, Derek, your answer. Derek, your answer. Come on. So they formed the the band name before I was in. And I had no say, even though it's a great band name, but they all have, like, their connections to it. I'm just like, that's a cool name. And I've yet to find a song that says Never Coming Home in it. We all, say, okay. we all say different answers, so no one will know the actual answer. Um, so, he has a, he okay, has yeah, but now you're, say, you're saying that on... Oh, my God. Well, no oh. one's going to know because they, oh. we said them all. <laughs> Bright Eyes, if they ever said it. They probably did. That's my, that's my answer. You are a simp for Connor O'Burst, and you need to stop. You need to be stopped. Wait, wait, how did this get to... <laughs> okay, back okay. to the topic. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay. 
So back to the questions. Um, can you tell us a little bit about, a little bit about your writing process? Um, I I get really sad a lot, <laughs> and so so I write things. Okay, <laughs> that, that's, that's about right. it. Simple. Yeah. Um, okay. when I, you want to go? I'll go. Um, okay. I used to just get sad and then write things, but now I've got a process. Okay. I, when I'm at work, <laughs> I just I come up with a word in my head, and I'm like, I'm gonna use that word in a song, and then I just write that song around the word. And that's how it goes. It's really stupid, but you know it works. Gets things done. Wow. I um so for the beginning of writing songs, I started with like I would write the lyrics first or a riff. But mm -hmm. lately, what I've been doing for newer songs is honestly my best songs have come from coming up with a catchy chorus melody and writing lyrics around that. Like one of my favorite songs I've ever written, which is not on the EP but will come out very much later. Uh, I was just in the shower and I came up with a chorus melody and I randomly put words to it and I was like, wait, that's actually kind of sick. And then we wrote, and then I wrote that song around that chorus melody. Oh yeah, also the shower, that's a good place to come up with things. I've come up with a couple Yeah, things that's a good shower. place. Um, that's where I came up with that one and then, um, you know, it's like, I feel like writing the melody first so it's a catchy song and also because then you can write the chords or the chords yeah. kind of write itself if you write the melody. So, you know. Wait, so you said you write a song around a specific word that you think about. So, for your most recent single, You Crush Me and I'm Not Ready to Laugh About It, what, like, word was that written around? Oh, uh, that was before the word. That was written oh. about... <laughs> that, that was kind of a stream of consciousness song. Oh. That song kind of... I had the first verse kicking around for a while. Mm -hmm. um, and it's really funny because, like, the first word of it is blonde hair, blue eyes, blah, 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 blah. And... So we joke around that that song's about me and the drummer because he has blonde hair and blue eyes. Wow. But and then I just one night I think we uh we played a really bad show one night oh. and it was just it was I wouldn't say it was a turning point but it it was like just it was a very downer for all four of us. Which and, show was it? Uh god. Parlor in Newport, the second show we played there. Um <laughs> Oh yeah, I thought I was about yeah. to say the part. So oh, I just, yeah, okay. You're right. I was really upset. Was I was feeling bad about bad. myself, and I just I wrote that song, and it was just about. It wasn't supposed to be about like, um, a relationship ending, but it ended up being about that. Not a specific one. Just mm -hmm. that's just what I felt like. We always about. we always joke that it's about a specific one, but the thing is, if you read the lyrics, it's really not. Because yeah. it yeah. changes who it's describing several times, like. Yeah. Isn't it like blonde hair, blue eyes, and it's like a dark hair, brown eyes? And... Yeah, I've never dated I mean, I figured that the dark. I figured the lyrics dark brown hair, brown eyes was describing, you know, like Derek or person singing song. I don't know. I, don't I, don't, know. I didn't think um, that much into it. I was like, descriptors, adjectives, write them. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Derek comes up with cool stuff, and I make the significance for it later. Right. And then he's like, wow, yeah, that, that's that cool. Is... I mean, that's, <laughs> that's... that's how he figured out the EP title yesterday. <laughs> oh, wow. Which I don't even know how you guys did that. We're gonna have to talk about that later because I, I like we we just settled on it like last night. Yeah, Aiden took a nap, and <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, Aiden took I... a nap and came back, and we had the entire cover and title like all thought out. Nice. Yeah. Wow. We, me, Anthony, and Merritt were throwing around pretty shitty titles back and forth, uh, yeah, and then we kind of chilled, bad. and then I was like, "Aha!" And now then this we worked out. out well because the last time I was away for any amount of time. Usually things haven't gone well, 
and there is one <laughs> song that proves that. Oh dear! Let... Oh God! I can play it right play now. It? I've got you the guitar. I've got don't it. Play it. Don't play it. Don't play it. Don't play it. I got it. I've got it. No, no, don't play it. What's happening? Anthony. No, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. You don't speak of that one. Aiden went to the bathroom. Okay, Aiden went to the bathroom once. And in 10 minutes that he was in the bathroom, we wrote the most disgusting pop song in the world, and it's oh awful, and we all hate it. Oh. <laughs> so it'll be on the EP. It's awful. It's so bad. No. It is not. No, it, 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 we're never really it. certainly will not be. <laughs> it will be on our 40-year deluxe edition box set. Hot. That's That's the only way you're going to hear it. All right. Um, wow. So since you guys only have a couple songs out, how do you feel about the reception to the, your music so far? Uh, well, it's been really good, honestly. There's been, yeah. like... We got forty thousand views, no biggie. No biggie. Fine. Streams. <laughs> Streams. No biggie. Not views. I don't. Th I thought everyone hated it. It's really good. We're actually really proud of it. Yeah. Um, people have all... really been hyping us up. People have been really promoting the hell out of us. We've been getting. I mean, the thing is, when we when quarantine first started, I was kind of disappointed because it's like you know this is the one year we've got to really get stuff out there and get us uh, ourselves moving. And now we've everything's kind of been ruined. But honestly, the biggest things that have happened for us have been people promoting the shit out of us and getting these big moments to happen like us getting on dark humor management and the SJC drums thing that's all because people have been promoting the shit out of us because they just love the song and you know us and it's it's been very interesting to see how many people really really you know support it and it's really it's really cool to see that people are really excited about what we're doing and excited to see what we're going to do yeah. Wow, that was really wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you mentioned it a little bit, and you were talking about it. So, can you tell us a little bit about the EP that you're working on? Um, right, let's do this. this was, uh, we had an EP plan from, like, day one of starting the band. Mm -hmm. um, and it took us a while to, to realize, hey, maybe we shouldn't put together the first five songs we've ever written and put them out. Mm -hmm. And we at that point we had they were bad. They weren't that good. They weren't you that know? good. Aww. They could have um, been a lot better. And we had these songs stockpiled up that we were just planning for our like our next release, whatever that may be. And then we just figured one day we were like, you know, these five songs are so much stronger than what we originally had. So we decided to just well, put originally, them together. Originally it was six songs, but we didn't have oh, the money. Oh, six for songs six. we had to yeah, we're poor. Because the um, sixth the sixth one was like five minutes long. Yeah. Oh, wow. We uh, so we just kind of planned this thing together. We've just been kind of trucking on these five songs, and we've been um, usually we we get bored fairly easily. But with these five songs, we've been like obviously rehearsing them super hard to get them like very pristine and ready to be um, recorded in the studio. Mm -hmm. But and we're not tired of them yet. So I think yes. that's yeah, that's, I'm definitely and not I was, tired of them. I was already tired of the first version of the EP. Like by the second time we played it, but Aww. now we've played these yeah. songs a millions of times, and we're um, we're not quite tired of it yet. So that's why. And I also, like we've had, like it was like a month or two ago that Derek had the idea for the aesthetic because we were working on that. But it's also gone through a couple of different title changes because originally, okay, originally the title was gonna there was two titles we were sitting on before, and neither of them really clicked with everybody until the one we got yesterday. But can I say the other two titles that we originally had? You can say one of them. The other one will oh, reveal. Oh, I can't much. say the other one because it still has something to do with the aesthetic of it. Also, there is a little hint no one's noticed. 
in our Twitter banner is a little bit of a, a hint to the aesthetic of the EP, if anyone wants to go look at that, if this oh. comes out before we announce it, which most likely this will come out before we announce it. But the original, one of the original ones we had for a title was Downhill From Here, because I felt that kind of encompassed the songs, but also it just wasn't a good enough title. And I honestly like the title we got yesterday a little better. And I'm also glad we didn't do it in French as we originally wanted to. As Derek wanted to. Derek I'm very to. pretentious. Cool he is. He's very pretentious. He listens and to Bright wanted... Eyes. What do you expect? He listens to a lot of Bright Eyes. <laughs> like a lot. It's a little too... Like he the other night we had a sleepover and we were watching... This is a little off topic. But we were watching a movie and Derek was like, please give me like a capo or something. I want to go... Play. He played like the entire Bright Eyes. Like how many albums do they have? Billion. Point yeah, is, he, he regularly like plays the entire Bright Eyes discography. Like, what, what I, okay, so sat it there for like an hour and a half, just playing Bright Eyes on guitar. See, wow. Anthony and I usually sleep pretty late. Like, we'll, we'll be waking up at like two on band sleepovers, whereas Derek and Merritt are always up early in the morning. Last time we were all like spending the night, Merritt wasn't there, so it was just Anthony and I and Derek. Derek woke up like six hours before us and apparently spent the entire time playing through the whole Bright Eyes discography. Yeah, oh I, I, every night I like spend an hour or two, I just put their entire discography on shuffle and play whatever comes up. Because... I am amazed he has not killed himself yet. It is... <laughs> oh my problem. god! He has a problem. <laughs> they're very he sad. He listened to that much Bright Eyes, I mean, come on. If you guys aren't yeah, aware of Bright Eyes, they're not a happy group of people. They are not. Um, oh. So, but, you know what? Doesn't doesn't mean I have to kill myself about it. it just means I like playing open chords. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, <that> was, yeah. <laughs> um, that got dark. So <laughs> that got dark for a sec. So speaking of uh, inspirations and influences and whatnot, what are your biggest inspirations when you're uh, making music? Aside from bright eyes. Uh, <laughs> it's all bright eyes. It's all just it's all bright eyes. Even though we sound nothing like bright eyes. Um. I would go all-time low, probably, Ooh, yeah. as it is, is a big one. Uh, what are some other ones? I've been, okay. My Derek and I have bonded that recently one of, a band that he showed me has become both of our, like, one of our favorite top bands, the band called May. We really want whatever our next release after what we're working on now to sound very much like the May kind of style, just, or, like, not ripping off a style, but, like, more influenced by them and more grandiose. Mm -hmm. But I, I just love May. I've been listening to a lot of the Hana lately. I love, I would like to have more of that kind of influence. But I don't know. I get influences from a lot of different places, but, you know, mostly pop-punk stuff. Yeah. Uh -huh. Aiden, you should go next, because I'm the odd one out when it comes to influences. <laughs> um, yeah. Shit, man. Influence, like, as far as lighting goes, I mean... <sighs> I take from a lot of places. I, I definitely listen to like a lot of blank a day to remember that sort of thing. Blank um, is always a big one for everyone. Yeah. I mean I mean I think yeah. recently <laughs> my my biggest like um writing influence has been Trash Boat. Uh lyrically anyways. Yeah. That's um fair. But I mean pretty much like if there's a band I listen to, like I'm gonna take something from them, like some style. Um or some like unique way of putting together not not like saying well, like I'm I'm ripping it directly obviously I'm just I'm saying like no that's I'll exactly what we're take saying. that we style <laughs> we're basically weird Al. 
I mean, Anthony <laughs> wrote a song that was literally just "I'm Just a Kid" by Simple Plan, and no, Derek wrote it. that song. Okay, Derek wrote a, Derek rewrote "I'm Just a Kid." We were talking about this like ten okay. minutes before the podcast. But Derek right, so... rewrote "I'm Just a Kid," and then I wrote the lyrics around it, and then we started playing, it, and everyone was like, "That's I'm Just a Kid," and I was like, Derek. Derek. Actually, okay, Why? so I wrote the song in standard and it did not sound like I'm just a kid. And then Anthony put a half step down because that's where he wanted it, and then it turned into I'm just a kid. Anyway, but my in influence standard, is once hard. you hear it, I'm just a kid, you realize it's just I'm just a kid. I've yeah. since rewrote the riff to work with the melody because the melody is just too good to not keep. And mm-hmm. honestly, I like the rewritten riff better. Sorry, Derek. But okay. um, yeah, he rewrote I'm just a kid. I'm not he a big riff a writer songs. anyway. Uh, but uh, my influences are, I'm not a big pop punk guy. Um, mm-hmm. Like I like Blink 182. He's itching to say he hates pop punk. He's itching to say he hates pop punk. But I'm not gonna say it because I know our fan base. Say it right now. He's gonna say it right I Like obviously I like Blink 182 and, and and you know the big boys Green Day, uh, but my influences are a lot like I like the Beatles, Pink Floyd, Bright Eyes. Um, and I like Alkaline Trio too. Uh, Sunny Day Real Estate. More, I'm more kind of the emo side of music mm-hmm. than the pop punk. But... He's more of like the classic emo, like classic emo where it's like Bright Eyes, Rights of Spring, shit like that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Old, I said old Rights school. of Spring, but you're probably not really. I don't know. Very much more like the old stuff where we're more into the new age and 2000s junk. He's more into the 90s stuff. Okay. 90s, Thanks. 80s. That's how it be. So- is there a certain feeling you want your uh, listeners to have while listening to your music? Sad. I want them to feel nothing. <laughs> Sad, nothing. All right. Okay. See, I, I was I, I to... was debating going for that pun. That's um a track off of EP. That's, the second uh, song in the EP is "Feel I Nothing." I just yeah. Uh, I was gonna go yeah, that route, but man, I'll answer seriously. More thoughtful for this one because okay. um, God, you gotta be the. I like. One, huh? I like songs that you can you can uh apply your own experiences to so that's why i strive to do with my writing and whether the guys the other two guys mean to do it or not they do do it in their writing so i just want to have people listen to our songs and maybe just enjoy it for the melody the first time and then once they think about it they're like hey i've gone through a similar experience so i've been crushed and have not been ready to laugh about it once (laughs) once (laughs) oh god that song title i hate it he hates that song title, even though I, he wrote so, so it. I wrote the song title. I wrote the song first, and then the title came later, and it was a, a, a joke. It was a placeholder, because oh. I didn't know what else to call it. And, of course, the other three guys loved it, and now it haunts me to this day, because now people are like, who crushed you and you're not? Who? Why are you? What are you going to be ready to laugh about it? And I'm like, no, no one. <laughs> it was just a joke. Bruh. Yeah, we, uh, we all call it YMCA. We're not illiterate. We know it's YCMA, but YMCA works a lot better. Yeah. It does. Rolls off the Sounds tongue. better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it rolls off the tongue a lot better to just say YMCA. No one wants to say YCMA. That's not, it's not that cool. That doesn't work. Okay. Uh, so where do you guys... Exactly. These guys get it. Where do you guys see the project in the next five years? Wembley Stadium. Yes. yes. <laughs> Signed. Touring. Uh, I'll, honestly, I want to... My idea is that i really want this ep to hopefully get us at least i want to get signed really badly Some i know that's like a, that's like a yeah yeah that's like a no-no to be like oh we're a local band i want to get signed you know but it's like i 
I want to make a career out of this as much as possible. And I mean, honestly, that's a local band. That's not like a no-no yeah. thing. The thing Except is with everyone, rush. like, <laughs> no, but it's, it's like a lot of bands like to stay independent and it's like, but everyone, I don't know, everyone, there's a lot of people that are really supporting us hard. And I think we really, and just considering all of the things that have happened to us and all, I think this EP has a big shot at getting us possibly signed somewhere to the point where we can start getting on big tours and junk. Mm-hmm. But I mean, until then, hopefully we just, you know, just keep putting out music and just keep doing it as much as possible until we can get to that point where we want to get to. All right. Sick. All right. Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. So if you're on oh. death row, what would your last meal be with the drink? Oh my god, I thought this was going to get political. <laughs> no! Should the death penalty be in America? That's where oh. I thought it was going. <laughs> last meal on death row. Oh god. Big Taco Bell fan. Okay. The whole Taco Bell menu. <laughs> All right. I'll, I'll, I'll say that. What drink? The Taco Bell oh, menu. Uh, okay. What about Dell's truck? That's your favorite snack. Dell's oh, truck favorite snack. There's this photo of me consuming a toy Dell truck. Oh my um, god. But I, it's okay. It's fine. But um, drink. I'm a big tea fan, so if Taco Bell has any tea items, that's what I'm going for. Sorry, I know you want me to say Baja Blast, but simply not me. Tea. Uh, that's fair. All right. Um, I don't, what would I go for? Bread. Uh, you're gonna uh, die anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I will, I'd eat a huge, like, baguette croissant, like, a just plate of breads, <laughs> and then, I don't know, I'll take a Dr. Pepper with it. Alright. Uh-huh. So, like, Actually, wait, specifically Dr. Pepper vanilla float. <laughs> okay. No, there's a flavor, they had it for one summer, it was Dr. Pepper vanilla float, it wasn't an actual, it was different than Dr. Pepper vanilla, it was so good, and then they got rid of it, and I'm so oh, glad they got rid of it. Know, Where do we like, see this band you know. in five years taking back Dr. Pepper Vanilla Float? <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's the one. Aiden, Aiden what are you gonna eat? <laughs> oh, uh, I bought Andrew's. Oh yeah, Roblox. just went. You, you He's went. Uh, I'm all, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I think that I would just get like a big fucking. Steak. Can I swear on this? Pl- mm-hmm. I'm just gonna yeah, swear on the podcast. Yeah, okay. I I probably should ask beforehand, but um, uh, I yeah. would just get like a really big steak, and also probably eggs, or maybe just like breakfast food. I don't know. Would that be IHOP steak? Uh-huh. No, it would not be. It would be somewhere that makes good steak and gives you more than like five ounces. I live and die by IHOP. I live and die by IHOP steak and. Everyone I, else doesn't get it, but you know what? I get it. He forced he forced his girlfriend to eat IHOP steak on video. It was oh. Valentine's Day. She had to do it. Bruh. It was needless Valentine's to, Day. Needless to say, we're no longer together, uh, but I don't think that's because of the steak. I was going to say, I'm I like, think it is. I beg to differ. <laughs> I beg to differ. It's because of the steak. You know it's it. It's because of the steak. Yeah. Uh, so if you could live in one fictional world for a week, where would you live? That is such a hard question. What the fuck? Uh... <laughs> Oh my god. Um, help. Uh, Harry Potter. No, wait, yeah. So, wait, maybe... Yeah. I'm gonna go with Harry Potter. It's the easy answer. What house are you in? I am in Gryffindor. Uh, I'm I'm basic. I'm sorry. I took tests and I got Gryffindor. I'm sorry. It's an L. 
it'd be like that, but it fits. <laughs> yeah, it'd be like okay. that. End of sentence. It it do be like that. I'd pick Judy B. Jones because oh, those kids can get get away with anything. You're yeah, reading. Oh my god, man! If I was one of her classmates, I could just like make fun of her without feeling bad because that's the plot of every single book in there. Yeah. Don't know why Judy B. Jones came to mind, but you know what? That's my that's answer. That's a new one. That is not <laughs> only flat Stanley. I want to be in flat Stanley. One fictional world. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Florida. All right. <laughs> like, <laughs> All right. Don't get Corona. Wait, hey. can I change my answer? Can I change my answer really quickly? Yeah, yeah sure. Gravity Falls. Okay. Ooh, yeah, solid. Oh. <laughs> so, um, I have the honor of asking the last question, and everybody we've spoken to have said it's the most important question. What is your favorite color? Oh. Oh no. Maroon. I don't know how to answer Ooh. this. That's a good answer. Black. I like black like I my like... soul. This guy gets it. I feel I I feel like there's redeeming qualities to all colors, you know. There's like there's a different color aesthetic that works with uh god, this is such a hard question. Anthony, um, you can offend colors, they don't have feelings. Hashtag all colors matter. I can though. All <laughs> all colors matter. I'm gonna Anthony, uh, you can't you cannot like green better than purple because you're hurt purple's feelings. <laughs> I'm gonna go with red. Okay. Red. All right. Uh, so as Glory said, that's all the questions we have for you today. Is there anything we'd like to plug? Uh, I. Everyone go follow me. Follow my dog. Follow my dog. Jack <laughs> dot Mitchback. Follow Wait, my dog. Is it on Twitter or, or Instagram? Instagram. Oh he does have a Twitter, but it's, it's basically just him barking. <laughs> what? It, he he barks a lot on Twitter. <laughs> Oh my god. Wait, wait, what's your dog's ad again? Uh, Jack.Ridgeback. I'm gonna... Okay, I'm gonna, of course, I'm gonna do the important plug. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter, we are at nchbandri. And also, a uh, little extra plug, uh, I do a podcast with Legends of Tomorrow at L-G-N-D-S-O-F-T-M-R-W, Legends of Tomorrow. I do a podcast with my friends, Mads and James. I'm pretty sure we're doing a collaboration podcast with Good Noise soon, actually. Yeah, we had been talking about it. Um, Yeah, so hopefully that becomes a thing. But that's all I've got. Do I have anything else that I want to plug? Oh, Zach Fisk, he's doing our EP. Everyone, if you have music you want to do and you're in the New England area, go do it with Zach Fisk. He's so cool and really good at getting the sound you want. His really beard helpful. is great too. He has a His nice beard. His beard is really that cool. man has a great so beard. Cool. Right. Um, so thank you for sitting out with us. This has been uh, Never Coming Home, and we're the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>